Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show. Hello, Kat. Hello, how are you? I am good. That was a short intro. It was a short intro. What's your mind thinking of? Because it's obviously not on the intro. I was just a bit discombobulated. I said, hello and welcome <laughs> to the Grow Your Salon Force Show. And then, what am I going to say now? So, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I like that word, discombobulated. Yeah. It's a very good word to use first thing on a podcast show. Not everyone understands it. No, but it sounds like it is, doesn't it? Discombobulated. It sounds like it does. funny man with your head chopped off. So if that if that word made your head uh, confused, it's because it means confused. Something Basically. like that. Anyway, like how are you? Yeah. I am good. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well. Guess what I'm doing right now? Oh no! Oh shit! Oh, I can see. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> <the> story. <laughs> I'm gonna make an. I, I'm gonna make a sound, and the listeners can guess. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very special cake. You, are, eat, right you are eating gin, aren't you? Gin and tonic cake wow. is my birthday cake. Because I just had a birthday. How exciting is that? Yeah, happy birthday, Kat. Thank you. I'm sure the listeners will want to wish me a very happy birthday in the comments. How's your 33rd? How does it feel? 33rd. It'd be quite nice if it was my 33rd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Um, no, it's quite, I'm 46. Oh my God. 46, it's on the slippery slope down to the 50s, isn't it? I don't mind. I don't care what Down to the 50s. I always thought it was, it was up. As, what, as now you mention it, it is, a, it is a race to the bottom, isn't it? It is a race to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll the get there first. Yeah, well, I will. Um, yeah, just because you're a spring chicken. Yeah, I am. It's true. Yeah. I'm almost a millennial. I actually read that the other day that the, uh, I think the limit is 1982 or something, and I'm born 81. So I'm, I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. I was, isn't it? what was I doing? Yeah. I was nine. I was the same age almost as my, my mini QBV now when you were born. It's yeah. hilarious. Isn't yeah. it? So. Funny how time flies. Other than that, well, tell us a bit about your birthday. I uh, I assumed that you were woken up with breakfast in bed and the rest of it. Well, I actually had um, an amazing day. I don't have much expectations for my birthday anymore, given that I've been married to Mr. QBV for so long, and that um, I kind of have to orchestrate my own birthday so that I have mm. a good day. It's not that he doesn't try, it's just he doesn't think it's a... Uh, uh, yeah, important. So, um, no, we had a, I had a fantastic day because I did orchestrate it a wee bit. <laughs> yeah. Then they took out the reins. Yeah, I, uh, I did have coffee in bed and then uh, I uh, got out of bed and then Mini QBV got in and put yeah. under the covers. And as I got back into bed to have a cuddle, I, there was a massive, great, big, fat box in my bed. Okay. And inside the box was a mega flamingo. A mega blow-up flamingo. What? Are we... <laughs> oh. You have Kat, to see the pictures. Kat, are we, are we on blow-up flamingos now? 
or and blow up flamingos. And this blow up flamingo is huge. It's almost the size of the pool that we're putting it into. So I, it's almost a pool cover. I don't dare ask and, you what um, you're using that for. Just to relax all. My mind is running out. wild. <laughs> Tim will have a heart Funniest, attack now, won't he? Yeah. A listener. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing was we don't have a pump for said flamingo, so Mr. QBV was down in the garden blowing it up manually. He pumped it. <laughs> he pumped it. He blew it. <laughs> <laughs> and it took him an hour. And when he came in, he was quite lightheaded. So um, so there you go. There's, there's love. That's true um, love. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but could you tell me more about this blow-up flamingo? What you actually... Oh, wait. Let's not go there. Is it that kind of flamingo? No, it's actually a pool toy. <clears throat> a proper pool blow-up right. pool. Just All sit right. on and relax and drink my gin and tonic on the flamingo in the pool. So it is sort of for your pleasure, just not in the way it is for my pleasure. Pool. And I'm just kind of waiting and hoping that my pool boy will come along and polish my flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that went down quickly. <laughs> That's what the flamingo said. Ooh, good one, Ooh. good one. So you're on the gin mm. high now, then? Um, well, doesn't gin make you low? I don't know. I'm on a gin know. high. You don't sound low. No, I'm, I have, I'm on a sugar high, probably. I've had the best, I've had a great birthday. And it started yeah. last week because I went to a concert as well. I went to a concert, yeah. which made my ears bleed, which was Fucking fantastic. Yeah. And then uh, then we, I got the flamingo and then we had the gin tonic cake and then we went to the Seven Star Hotel. Yeah. Is it the only Seven Star Hotel in the world? The Burj Al Arab. And I had brunch there and watched all the very wealthy people who were very badly dressed. They had the two um, stars having, themselves? Uh, more than likely. Probably. <laughs> That's how it's Which is what you should do. Ask no one, yeah. just do it. Ask no one, exactly. Apologise afterwards. Never ask permission, just do it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, if you want a seven star rating, just give yourself a seven star rating. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start doing yeah. that. I'm not a tenner anymore, I'm a twentier. Yeah, well, I think that's, um, that's enough value for this episode. We should might as well leave it at that. <laughs> it is for the smart listener. Yes, if you were smart and picked that up, you're going far. Right. Anyway, well, what's happening with you other than wishing well, you a birthday? I have, uh, I have, uh, I have the normal, the usual bed report. Uh, summer is gone. No, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Winter is gone. Uh, summer is here. Uh, that happened over the course of three days, I think. It went from stone cold to warm. Wow. Isn't that something? Well, that's not that's what I was going to say. What I was going to say was that I've just had my first uh, recreational jog and oh my God. Really? That was a horrible, horrible experience. You're not keen on jogging? That, no, not particularly, but I have to do that to, to stay in shape. No, in the winter, as you know, I go skiing and that yeah. means I'm, uh, I'm fairly well conditioned. So my heart pumps the amount of blood it's supposed to pump and... Uh, Mixes in the oxygen and the rest of it. Uh, so the heart, there's nothing wrong with the heart. The problem is the legs. Because they're not used to running motion. So when you jog six kilometers for the first time in half a year and you've only been skiing since last time you jogged, your legs are not used to that motion. So it sort of hurts now. Oh, the dumbs. Only you could make something like exercise sound like a, a mechanical process. <laughs> it is a mechanical process. It's, that's what it is. 
You've just made something that would be quite entertaining, something really boring. Well, that's what I, I think. Yeah, then, then, it's your, then it's your job to make it sexy. I wonder how you can turn that one around. I'm going for a jog. Yeah. I'll think about it. I'll come back to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that will take a while. Now, yeah. uh, we also have a special <laughs> guest today. Cool. Introduce a special guest. Well, I'm. Uh, uh, she won't talk to us. Why not? Because she's busy she's watching her iPad. Is she watching Peppa Pig? No, not at the moment. Um, I don't know what she's watching, but it could be anything from slimy stuff to Peppa the Pig to, uh, who knows. <laughs> Is it your girlfriend? Yeah, who knows what, what, pig, what pigs, what kids watches on, on their iPads. Oh, it's your little girlfriend. It's my little girl. She's sick again, so we're staying at home. I can see her on the screen. I know the listeners can't see, but she's so cute. She's got a little tongue hanging out. Just say, get her to say hello in Norwegian. Oh, no, I'm not even going to try because she won't. <laughs> <laughs> but she might you are come so out. easy at giving up. <laughs> well, she's watching her iPad and she's a princess. She better not be disturbed. Mm. There you go. Yeah, she'll probably come over a little later. Good. So, what are we talking about today then? I was going to talk about something else, but that uh, her being sick and uh, me taking her with me on the podcast recording made me think about something that I'm not sure we talked about before, but it's about independency. Um, and it's about, well, we have talked a lot about, you know, doing what you want to do, etc. But... It made me think about the salon owners and uh, other business owners, for that sake, who uh, can't even afford to be sick. What do they do if their kids get sick? Or mm. what do they do if, you know, something happens? And uh, many, probably many of the listeners can't really, well, they can take a day or two off, but but they can't do much more than that because they haven't reached that level of, you know, genuine, what should we call it? Freedom. It sounds a bit financial shady, freedom, but really. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily financial, well, that's great too, but being able to do what you want and need to, when you want to or need to. So in my case, for instance, I've um, I've set my life and business up so that I can stay at home with my kids whenever they're sick or when I want to have a day off because I have systems and procedures and people in place who who support that. So basically I control my own my own work week, if you want to call it that. Uh, so How long does to... it take you to get to that point, though? So you must have had time in the past when that just didn't work for you. So what, you know, what happened that made you set up and take notice? Well, in the early years, the problem was that I spent too much time on firefighting and on the day-to-day work. And it took a while for me to realise that I needed to have systems in place. And systems that meant not just not just pen and paper. It meant, of course, you know, uh, computer systems and diaries and calendars and stuff like that. But it also meant having people systems so people would know what to do, when to do it, without me having to tell them what to do. So I could have a business that could run itself. So that took, I would say, well, it's still a work in progress, isn't it? But I've been working like I do today for the last three or four years, I think, uh, meaning that I'm more or less totally independent and that I could go away for an extended period without anything severe happening to the business. And that's where I want our listeners to be too. 
Yeah, back in the day when you were still working this all out and then and you were quite hands-on, weren't you? And you were, you were with your staff and you were telling them what to do and you were, you were getting a lot of kickback from them because they didn't like to be controlled so much yeah. um, and you were having issues. And you, you were having a lot of staff having issues, I think, and you were losing staff. Um, and, um, and you employed a manager, which didn't really work out as well as you expected. But then you um, you walked away from it and you put those processes in place and didn't you find that you became more profitable than the staff got on and didn't, did their business better without you there? It can be hard to measure, but what I've found is that, yes, that's true, but it's true because of several reasons and mostly because then I could spend all my time working on, say, sales and marketing instead of sure. running the business. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. So instead of firefighting, you're actually putting things into place to make the business profitable. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. There's an epiphany. Yeah. yeah. So that's, the, uh, that's, that's kind of the difference before and now is that now... I spent, well, it's the cliche working on the business instead of working in it. But I think it's really yeah. important for listeners to, to grok that because um, it makes it's a, it is actually life changing. And that saying that things, you know, are life changing or financial freedom and stuff like that, it is every life coach out there says that these days. Every these days, every internet marketer out there, every that's guru. what they say. They talk about living the laptop lifestyle and and sitting on a beach and just watching the orders and money pouring the bank account. That's not that's not what this is about, really. You could probably Well no, but if you want that, you can achieve that if you want to. But yeah. what you wanted was to be at home when you needed to be at home, look after your yeah. children when you need to look after children, have a day off, go skiing, do whatever it is that you want to do. It's that's exactly. personal sovereignty, isn't it? But what we yeah. call personal sovereignty. Doing yeah. what you want, when you want, with whom you want and how you want. But I suspect there was a bit of pain in setting that all up. Oh, yeah. There is a pain. Yeah. It wasn't like you sort of said, sat down and said, right, this is going to change. We're going to do this, 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 and this. I'm going to write it all up and make it happen. Well, there was, it was a bit of a process, wasn't it? It took some time. Well, first, you have to have a foundation. Um, when you're in the middle of firefighting everything, as I said earlier, you, don't, you can't really see the way out. And yeah. my way out was... My way out was my, my business partner and I at the time, we um, sat down and said, listen, you can't go on like this. We, we're missing appointments. We're not doing what we are supposed to do. We, we didn't even invoice people on time. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> we, 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 we had loads of problems. And then what we did was that we created a system to handle that for us to automate things because we're programmers. We have a programming background. We could do that. But, I mean... Um, that was the first thing we did, but after that we put in place more systems and more systems. But we've done it gradually. So you could say there is a I guess there is an initial penalty because you have to get to the level where you have the flexibility, etc. etc. to to uh, to do what you need to do. But then again, it's not about that. You have to start somewhere. So even just starting, you know, with, with 20 minutes a week to work on the business that will make, that is a huge, that is a game changer, actually. Yeah. Uh, for someone in a salon, if your door is full, that's a good thing. And if you don't have any time at all because you're fully booked, I, I guess that's a good position to be in. But, but it's not a good position to be in, be in, in terms of 
building the business or working on it because you don't have time. You just do the day-to-day stuff and then you're exhausted and you go home. So you need to, you know, do something about that. And what I tend to find in my salons is that the salon owner themselves will be fully booked and they'll be busy because they, you know, they're the ones with the relationship with the clients. They're the ones who've had the clients the longest, that, you know, they've established themselves. But their staff won't be and their staff won't be fully booked at all and their staff will be sitting around complaining that they're not busy um, not helping and you know the salon owner will be upset because the staff aren't you know um, taking the initiative and not trying to get new clients through the door and that sort of thing but then the salon owner doesn't have time to do it themselves to help them do it because they're fully booked and busy so there's a little bit of a like you say there's you there is a bit of a um compromise there where you have to say okay well I'll have to give away some clients or spend uh, less time with clients um, and then and help the staff or set about putting the processes in place so that I'm getting clients in the door new clients making more clients for the staff to actually deal with isn't there um, and there's so there's there's that that side of things and the way that you can do that, so I'm going to give you away some value for free here. The way that you can do that is you can increase your prices as a salon owner um, and create a wait list. So you have less clients. You give off the ones who you think would be okay to your, your team members and that you've trained them up sufficiently enough so that that client is going to be happy with them. And then you have less clients to deal with, but you're not making any less money because you've raised your prices. And I guarantee your clients will stay with you because that's what they want. They want the relationship. It's not about necessarily about the price. And then you've got more time and you're more flexible. So you you take out chunks of your time, chunks of your diary where you're actually just, like you say, working on the business. So there's one really good way of doing it. The other thing is I get a lot of selling owners who say, well, I can't really afford to do that yet. I can't afford to put systems in place. It costs money to buy software. It costs money to train, get trained into using something else to automate my systems. Which is true. Um, and that's true. It does cost money. But again, if you raised your prices, took on less clients, created a waiting list for yourself so that you get this really hungry clientele, palmed off your, you know, the good clients that you have who would be willing to go with one of your staff members, then you've got more time to do that. But you also, because you've raised your prices, you've got more money to pay for those automated systems. So it's just a simple start and a simple way of changing how you look at your business and changing that, well, you might be busy and that's great, but you don't have to be the only one that's super busy. I got an email from a salon the other day and she said said that she – and that's the iron of this because you you mentioned earlier that uh, the salon owner, him or herself, tend to be fully booked, uh, and she she raised kind of the same problem. I'm fully booked, but my staff isn't. Yeah. And, yeah. and if that's the case, then you have a job to do because there's no reason that you should be fully booked and they shouldn't. It should be the other way around. They should be fully booked, and you should have some time uh, available in your diary. Uh, um, uh, so so that's kind of if that's the situation now that's the first thing you can look at and then you have when, when I tell people that the first thing they say is that but uh, uh, my customers want me they've been with me for the last 10 years yeah. they want me to do yeah. the job that might be true uh, we'll just give them uh, we give too much value but I'm just going to say this <laughs> what you could do is that a very easy way is to say that from this date, uh, my rate will be 20% higher than the average stylist or whatever. Whatever yep. you decide. 
Mm-hmm. And that's an easy way. If you want to stick with me, that's fine. That will cost you more, but then I will service you. And uh, what you will find is that some will probably be still prefer you and want to be with you because they totally ignore prices. Um, uh, and maybe half of them will, will, you know, go to your and use your stylist instead of you or something like that, depending on how you do. You have to be. And there's a very nice know, way of, yeah. of passing clients on. I've been passed on from a stylist before onto his staff. Um, and he's done it really well. He's, you know, he said, you really like this person. I'm, you know, I'm really busy. I can't take care of you completely like you'd like to. I can't spend the time. But this person I've trained up and I highly recommend her because she's amazing. Yeah. And I've been passed off. And I was like, oh, okay, that's um, that's course. And, you know, test it, see how it goes. If you don't like it, you can come back to me. But that sort of thing. Yeah. And by the way, I train all my staff this way because when we are away on holiday and you need, have an urgent need and you want to come in, you're going yeah. to get the seamless service. And, and it's also that you don't have to, to pass on everyone. You could just pass on yeah. the ones that, first, well, you probably have some you don't like much, so you can start with <laughs> 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 well, you can start with a few because you could use that time that you save by passing yeah. on those few to work on your business and then you can take it from there. You don't, it's not, um, now this is, what I find very often is that people take what I say literally. So it's, everything <laughs> is black and white. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I am. But it's either black or white. So I tell them to pass clients on and they pass everyone on. That's, that's not necessarily what I mean. What I mean is that you need to free up time. Yeah, you do. And you could make yourself, you could just take chunks out of your calendar and, and, and your schedule and say, okay, well, I'm not working between 10 and 2 on Tuesdays. And, um, and I'm not accessible to any client regardless. And you start creating um, this, this thing where clients really want to have you and they start to get, they book in months in advance because they know that you're not available on Tuesday, so they have to book up the extra, the extra times. Um, and then they get to the point where they can't book you because you're so fully booked, even though you've taken time off and you've raised your prices, that they will just go with somebody else in the salon yeah. because you know, they like the salon. Um, you know, you've done a good job at selling them on your services within the salon itself. So people will go to somebody else. They will yeah. if they, you know, if they're sold on it a nice way. And I guess wise you know, words. No? Huh? Wise words. Always wise words. Always wise yeah. words after eating gin and tonic cake. <laughs> Speaking of wise, what would be uh, wise for the listeners to do now? Wise for you to do would be if you um, are needing any more help in this particular area or you you don't really know how to go and start about it if we haven't explained it well or you just want some extra information about how to actually do this properly here comes the princess she's showing us the ipad <laughs> so hi princess the princess isn't working no yeah she just wants me to update her playlist on youtube oh fair enough <laughs> <laughs> i can see there's some heavy metal on there isn't there um yeah. if you if you need help if you want more in de- detail, if you want something specific to you and your business and how it works, then sign yourself up for a private podcast. Um, the link is on our page, the www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com forward slash private podcast. And we will create a private podcast just for you and your challenge. And we will record it and send it to you, plus all the uh, templates and resources that you need to get kickstarted to to make that happen for yourself. So go and do that now. Um, and then once you've done that, go and rate us and review us. Yeah. Send us a message. End the message. We will be back next time. Bye-bye.
You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.